Welcome to Duck and the Usher. I'm Josh. Hey, I'm Fish. And uh, our man. This is going to be know, a fun one. This is going to be a good one. This <clears> is a two-parter, so double feature. Yeah, double feature today. Uh, we are, this is going to be sort of like a, I don't know, like a like a Duck and the Usher light in a way. Yeah. Because the movie we're going to talk about uh, is, we're only going to really talk about it. Well, we're talking about two movies. So in this one episode, we're going to be doing two movies, but we're kind of recording them on different days. But for you, the listener, it's just going to be a back-to-back type of thing. And uh, in honor of the release of Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of, wait, nine, it's nine, right? Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, we're going to talk about a couple little-known original Star Wars spinoffs from God. the mid '80s, which are by and large just fucking terrible. Oh, they're just <laughs> like I think I was talking to you earlier about it. I was like, this is like the <laughs> the redheaded stepchild that that Lucas threw into his attic and just <clears throat> said, "No one should ever see this ever again." Yeah. Which which this movie was really hard to find because when we first decided to do these movies, I went on Amazon Prime and they were available. Mm-hmm. They were available. And yep. then a couple of days ago, I go on there and they have been removed. So I don't know <clears> if Disney was just like, all right, we're just going to pull these away. You well, know. you know, what? it's funny. I was just reading uh, an entry on Wikipedia about the movie and its production and how uh, well, they listed it as being available on Prime too. Uh, yeah, it was like eight bucks for both of them or something like that right. to, to stream them. Well, they, they usually package them as a double the feature. The DVD is like $50. I used to own these. Uh Went back in the mid two thousands, like right around the time I was getting out of high school, because I obviously the uh, prequel trilogy was still in full swing yeah, in, yeah, in the yeah. mid two thousands, and I was uh, I was a senior in high school when Revenge of the Sith came out, so I was always uh, I had been a giant Star Wars nerd for years before that, going back to like the mid nineties when uh, the re releases came out, and I got them. my dad got me the box set for Christmas. And I rewatched those original trilogy tapes so many times that the uh, the film started to get a little warped. I think uh, last time I saw these movies, like the second one, watching that, I don't, I barely remember it. The first one was pretty much, uh, I must have been five when the last time I saw when those you, movies. First time you saw them? Yeah, first, and probably the last time I saw it. I didn't actually <laughs> see them until uh, back when I was collecting everything Star Wars that I could, gotcha. anything that was like a film based or a show or I had all the, the droids, uh, the animated stuff. I had the, uh, I didn't have the, the holiday special, which is a, a no. fucking dumpster fire. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I did end up buying the Ewok movies. I, I think I found them at the Virgin Megastore too. Dude, I missed that place Me so much. Too. If anybody doesn't live in Florida at, it's now Disney Springs, but yeah. um, when it's downtown Disney, um, it's now like a bowling alley. I think it's Splitsville. Splitsville, yeah. But it used to be the Virgin Megastore. Two story, it, two stories. Music, <sighs> and they, they had the greatest movie selection. I would find stuff there. So much media, dude. Dude, I'd find stuff there that I had been searching for forever. This is before like when Amazon did it close, really 2010? took off. I think the last time I was in there, they shut down overnight. They basically yeah, literally just went boop. We're done because I think Disney tried to hike up the rent, and uh-huh. they're like, nope, okay, bye. And they yeah. just they just shut the doors. That's a lot of product to just move out of there. I had, yeah. a, I had a friend that would go in there randomly just every once in a while. They didn't even have. Have like a closeout sale. No, I anything. know, I know. You could go up there and find gems. You could just peruse and and look at all every, every all the DVDs I and find a, something. I once found a movie. It's called An Awfully Big Adventure. No uh-huh. one 
someone's maybe have seen it, but uh-huh. it's Alan Rickman. It's a uh, uh, Hugh Grant. It's about it's kind of like a Peter Pan type story about okay. like in the 30s. And yeah. I looked everywhere online for it. and I couldn't find it. One day I was just perusing through the uh, Virgin Mega Store, and bam, right there. That's where uh, I discovered Murder Party. Murder Party, which uh, well, we're definitely going to talk about that one next year on Halloween. Um, but yeah, I think they I think they pulled them from Prime because they're going to host them on Disney Plus. I don't even know if they're going to do that. I well, think according to these reports, saying, yeah, because uh, okay. uh, the guy Eric Walker who played Mace in this, he's uh, been rallying to. Yeah, he's trying to rally the the troops to, to remake it to remake it. Or I've to, heard like, that they may re- they the may remake it. Well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> or just make another Ewoks <laughs> again. He's he, like he's a little longer than we'll have like now. Wicket, all yeah. old, you know, old right. man Wicket. I don't. Well, so, I don't know how he's going to continue the story because in this, I don't know either. We'll talk about that in the second one. But yeah, there's there's so many like inconsistencies, and I think it's good that this movie is no longer part of the canon. Yeah. Um, it, it, the one okay, I do want to make a few. Well, gripes. L- let me just tell everybody what this is. Real okay, quick. go it's, ahead. It's 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 the it's called the Ewok Adventures. It's a two right. part. Um, it was made for television. It was kind of a straight to home video type it of aired deal. Aired on ABC. Um, the first one is called the uh, the. Caravan of Courage. Okay, that's the first part. It was in 1984. Mm-hmm. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, 23%. IMDb, 5.5 out of 10. And uh, the budget for this was $3 million. $3 million. Very, okay. very inexpensive. Small potatoes. Uh, there's no real box office because, again, it was made for television and then home video. So. Yeah. I, okay, yeah, it is there. No, $3 million. That's yeah. yeah. All right. Um, so it was released on November 25th of 1984. Uh, it was directed by a gentleman named John Cordy. and uh, He did both, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. It was written by a couple, wasn't it? Like two people? It was written by... Well, the story was done by uh, George Lucas and his uh, kid's uh, like nanny or like caretaker, Bob Corral. Yeah. Um, but the second one was written. Yeah, those are the only two people that are credited for it, yeah. And the production designer was actually Joe Johnston, hmm. who would go on to direct The Rocketeer. Yeah, I love The Rocketeer. Um, I think he favorites. did, uh, what else did Johnston do? Um, I'm, oh, he did uh, Page Master. We know we mentioned that he in the last episode. He did do And he, um, <clears throat> excuse me, he did Captain America, the first Avenger, um, and a bunch of other. He's really, come a long really, way he, from yeah, this. He's, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He was actually the original concept designer too on on the OG Star Wars trilogy. So oh, nice. he's had his hands in a lot stuff. of pies, yeah, in a lot of pies, yeah. So this movie, uh, the principal cast is um, Eric Walker plays the role of Mace, and this is not the only Mace that we know from the Star Wars universe either, because Mace Windu, yeah, Mace Windu being the more popular, um, and uh, the and then uh, Warwick Davis plays Wicket, which is actually a role reprisal because he was Wicket in Return of the Jedi. If you don't know who Wicket is, he is the Ewok that basically talks to Leia in Return. Right. It's like, yum, yum. Now you kind of heard from the beginning, this, yeah. this little yeah. gem. Hold on. <laughs> yum, yum. That, that little thing there. <laughs> I, I guess that means like hooray or like let's uh, go. Does or it? Or something just... like that. It's like a... Hurry, uh, it's hurry. Like an exclamation that, that they say. It's like a, I don't know. Oh. It's like saying Yahoo or some Yahoo. shit. Yahoo. <laughs> pretty... Wow. wow. <laughs> yes, uh, I pride myself on my Yoshi sounds. <laughs> I'm playing a lot of Mario Kart. And I got to tell you, that's spot on. Um, let's see. So the parents, are, or, I'm sorry, uh, Aubrey Miller is um, the little girl in this movie, who uh, the, uh, 
character's Sindel. name Sindel. Yeah. Uh, she didn't really do anything else. The, just these, just the two movies, The Caravan yeah, pretty and much. Battle of Endor. Right? Battle of Endor. Yeah, uh, yeah. Battle for Endor. For Endor. Because there's, there's a distinction. Yeah, it's very battle different. Battle for Endor, for Endor was the Ewok battle. How about this? The Ewok Adventures is the only thing she ever weird, did. Weird uh, creatures. And then the Battle of Endor was the, uh, the decisive battle in the uh, Galactic Civil War from Return <laughs> of the Jedi. <laughs> and then their parents um, are... Played by uh, Fionula Flanagan. I really hope I'm not saying that uh, incorrectly. And Guy Boyd. Fionula, actually, she uh, you definitely would recognize her from more popular stuff. She was in The Others with uh, Nicole Kidman. She was one of the caretaker uh, groundspeople. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was in a movie called The Guard with uh, Don Cheadle and um, Brendan Gleeson. Which is a really, really great movie. I don't think I've seen that one. That one's that one's fun. Uh, and she was the uh, Evelyn Mercer uh, in Four Brothers, the uh, oh. the sort of adopted mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. Four Brothers. That's a yeah, I do too. An interesting little. And movie. your your wife brought it up too. She was in uh, t- uh, Waking Ned Divine. Yeah, which if you haven't seen Waking Ned Divine, it's a it's a good good Irish. Uh, it's a good fun fun little film. Yeah, and uh, apparently, um, the J- Jeremy, the father, uh, also the family's name is Tawani. Tawani. Yeah. Tawanga. Tawanga. No. <laughs> is that fried green tomatoes? That's uh that's that's what am I thinking of? Well, I was saying Tuwanga. That was oh. more of like the the what's the guy's name in return? Tuwanga. Something like that. Doesn't he say something oh, like that? Oh, oh, uh Bib Fortuna. Yeah, Fortuna. The doesn't, he say, doesn't he say Tuwanga? He says, wanga. Yeah, they wanna wanga. <laughs> yeah. I love the uh, bad lip reading for those. Because they got Bill Hader. Oh, did they? Bill Hader is uh is uh, Bib Fortuna and he's like, <laughs> do what now, what now? Oh <laughs> uh, man. Uh okay, so uh a couple things uh I had I had set up here. So the uh Man, in addition to this, like, um, this was it was a tough watch, I gotta say. Uh, what what else are you watching this week, man? We didn't really uh, bring that up. You got anything cool? Uh, um, I watched, I feel like I've been watching a bunch of stuff. I mean, of course, I watched these. Yeah. Um, same thing from the last episodes I've been watching. Um, but my wife finally, finally, so oh. Die Hard. Excellent. She's never seen it. Perfect time of year for it. Um, it's Tawanda, by the way, for the uh, for, uh, fried green tomatoes. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah That's a good movie. Tawanda. Um. Yeah, so Die Hard, we watched that last night. Um, can't really think of anything else. Didn't see anything in theaters. Just been kind of Rick and Morty in it. Oh stuff yeah, like that. I've been definitely on the Rick and Morty too. Yeah. Uh, I got I dove back into Watchmen. I watched the first episode a mm-hmm. few weeks ago, and uh, then I got like hooked on the Man in a High Castle, Mandalorian. Uh, but I think I got pulled back in. On Watchmen, it is one hundred percent one of the coolest goddamn shows I've ever seen. Some of the best writing I've heard. I've heard some back reviews, but I don't have HBO anymore, so I just kind of. I've been watching it on, uh, on the old on uh, my Fire Stick. Yeah, Fire Stick, nice. It's wonderful. Anyway, so uh, oh, there's also a narrator um, for uh, this yeah. film, and uh, I think he's probably the most it, like he's is the most recognizable. Yeah. I think voice, um, and I'll. You know, I could just, since we're going to jump right into the movie, I'll just go ahead and play it, um, and then we'll talk about him. So this is kind of how the movie opens up. There's kind of a, it's really weird. Like, there's music playing, and it's, of course, which is weird that he did credits at the beginning of this one. Yeah. You know, which in Star Wars, there are no credits. Right. And exactly. he did, he yeah, did intro credits. It starts with the, the crawl. Yeah, with, yeah, it starts with the crawl. And the original ones, this one, it's opening credits. And when it says the Caravan of Courage, it's very Willy, Willy Wonka lettering. Yeah. Like the font. I was like, <clears> okay. 
You know, the, the movie posters for these are, are really quite good. They look good. good. I don't know. Did you see if Struzan did it? I don't know. It, it looks, looks like it. It looks Struzan as hell. But, I mean, I know Struzan does most of the Star Wars stuff. Uh, Drew Struzan, if you don't know who that is, he basically does. Oh, we watched that. We did. Well, yeah, that's right. We yeah, did we watch watched, the... uh, Drew, the portrait of an artist or whatever. Yeah. Um, which I've seen before, but Fish had never seen it. Drew no. Struzan, uh, basically, he designed iconic posters. From yeah. Back to the Future, all the Star Wars. Indiana stuff. Jones, Star Wars. Uh, fucking everything. Any, Police any, Academy. Any iconic maybe. movie uh, poster that you can think of was most likely done by him. I don't think I... You have one in here? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he did this hook poster. He, that looks he, like uh, he did. He did the look like a painting. He did the hook poster that uh, oh, like the, with the faces and the shit, main like the main one, the one you see on like the the, the packaging on like the box yeah, cover. Yeah, the box cover pretty much. And then this was like a separate, like a B poster that I have, but I always like. Oh, this okay. One. Um. So anyway, the movie yeah. opens up. Yeah. Caravan of Courage, and we hear uh, this iconic voice. Our story begins in a time long, long ago, deep in an enchanted forest. On the distant moon of Endor. And that's the voice of Burl Ives. And yes. if you don't know who Burl Ives is, as children, you saw the uh, the, um, the stop Rudolph animated yeah, Rudolph, Rudolph the Red Nose. Yeah, and he was he was the voice of you know silver and gold. Well, he was the he was a, a fa- actual character in that too. Was wasn't he that snowman? He was the snowman that who sings like, silver and gold. He was oh, a singer. Okay, okay. Um, you know he did that. He also I always Klondike or whatever his name was saying that. Uh, no, silver and gold was the, was the snowman. Him. Yeah, it was the snowman. Who's Yukon Jack? He may have done the voice of Yukon Jack. I don't know if it, he may have done multiple voices, but he is the snowman. He is the narrator for that. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah. But I, I, for some reason, I always thought Silver and Gold was sang by Yukon Jack. Nope, Silver and Gold's the uh, <clears throat> the snowman because okay. he sings it towards the end. All right, and he's done some other stuff. Silver and Gold. He's uh, he's just it's the only voice you recognize because even when we're sitting there, he's like, you're like the yeah, voice. Why and I'm is like, that so familiar? I was like, is that Burl Ives? So it, totally it, nailed it. it, and then it uh, popped up. So it opens up on the forest moon of Endor, uh, and he says enchanted. Forest moon, my ass. Yeah. He, he says enchanted uh, forest, and, like, magic was never part of the Star Wars. Except for, like, the force, which is yeah. kind of, I mean, I guess you could say it's magic. One could. But this is, like, this is, like, Narnia magic. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, totally. This, I feel like this was, like, the, like, these movies were the birth of Willow. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. You know, well, I think directly Especially after the second this, one, because in the second one you have the witch and shit, right. and I'm like, this is fucking Willow. <clears throat> well, they did it, where Warwick Davis did Willow shortly after this, and they even used the same sound effect from the like Wistie fairies. Oh, do they in Willow for those fairies or some shit? Anyway, fucking eighties. So uh, right away, you you it's kind of it's a bit of it's a bit of a slow burn. They really like kind of pad the runtime with a lot of like bullshit. In this movie, yeah, it's a hard watch. Let me tell you. And Burl Ives narrates um, a good majority. <clears throat> he pops in here and there because the Ewoks don't fucking talk. No, and yeah, and it's just yup yup yup. He sort there's a lot of hand holding going on here where he he tells you essentially like what's happening, what you're watching, or you know what they're doing because you're not getting any exposition Anything. from them in the form of dialogue because there's no human characters yet for them to interact with. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're gonna like just kind of skim over the plot. Uh, yeah, star cruiser like you know like a four passenger star cruiser kind of <clears> crashes <throat> you see parents they're looking mm-hmm. for their kids they can't find their kids and right. then this giant i wrote down what was it this giant uh big fucking monster thing you don't really see his face you just see his feet yeah or stomping at him kind of chases the parents yeah off. and then they disappear 
Yeah. And then it just cuts straight to Wicket <clears throat> and Wicket's dad building a hang glider. Yeah. You know, and then that's where Burl Ives is because, again, the Ewoks don't talk. So right. it, it would basically be a silent or just a foreign film with no subtitles. Yeah, it kind of, well, with his uh, narration, it almost feels like a uh, like a, like a, a documentary, nature, like a nature yeah. documentary yeah, about <laughs> about the Ewoks. So that, like Deej, as the little bear builds a hang glider. <laughs> <laughs> Deej uh, is the name of the of Daddy Ewok and he goes out to find his kids. Yeah, Deej, D-E-E. And yeah, DEJ, yeah, yeah DEJ. So he's he's flying over. He sees his kids, and while he's doing it, he, he eyeballs uh, some wreckage in well, the forest. Well, the, the, right? There's also a little bit of uh, like the 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 Ewok kind of slapstick. Yeah, they're always like they're always fucking up or doing something because they're doing like, pratfalls yeah, and shit. Because like you see, and I think uh, like the there's like a oh, and there's another thing the the animals they're they're living on a fucking farm. Pretty much, yeah. There's a lot of because uh, like a earth go- animals because like he's on the the hang glider and like a goat chews on the yeah the slingshot yeah, cable yeah, or yeah. whatever. Then Deej goes, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah, fucking... it's it's totally made for kids, and it, it you can tell that like when they do those little fades to black and then it comes back up. Oh, it's it definitely commercial time. Commercial yeah. breaks, and those commercial breaks are there to kind of like break up the the pacing. And when you don't have the actual commercials where you get up and go do something and then come back. Yeah, sitting down for this for <clears throat> for an hour and 30 minutes or whatever the hell it was, it, it feels, it feels so much longer. forever. Ugh, I hated it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, Deej is flying around on his little hang glider thing. He's Because right. he's, he's, he's looking for his kids. His kid, like his little Ewok babies are just kind of yeah. out roaming around. Right. And he sees something shiny. He lands, finds his kids. Right. Goes to the... And then they go to decide to go check out whatever the hell that was. They see a crash. They go through the ship. They find Sindel that's, like, hiding. as a child. Yeah. Yeah. It was Sindel. Yeah, Sindel. That's right. And uh, and then they're, like, trying to... What's this little weird fucking creature? They're cocking their heads. And then Mace shows up, the older brother. Uh He, like, grabs one of them. He's like, I'll fucking kill him! You know? Yeah, yeah. He's got his blaster, which doesn't want to work. And it's it's not... it's not a very good Star Wars type blaster. You don't get no. that. That it's more of like a wee 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 laser type, yeah. of, like a kid's toy, like, like a, a sixties Gordon something or yeah. Another. yeah, whatever the fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's not very good. So they subdue Mace and they get them all back to their camp and which I thought they were gonna eat them. Yeah. Oh, right. Exactly. But they're and, not. They're like putting them on a stretcher. Right. His hands are tied. Right. But it's not it's not like return where it's like we're going to eat the kid, you know, we're going to eat well, fucking they, yeah, Luke they had and Han and Luke and Chewie like all strung up cuz they were going to eat him, right? Yeah. And uh or sacrifice him or something. Something like that. And and this this is supposed to take place before that. Yeah, this is supposed to take place before <clears throat> Return of the Jedi, which again, when we get into the second part, it makes no sense. Oh, it's yeah, it it's makes so zero sense. Uh there's even a, like a fan theory out there that suggests that Sindel grew up to become Captain Phasma. Really? Yeah, and I kind of like that a little bit because you know she she Phasma's the the storm the silver stormtrooper, right? Right. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah. Sort of like that stormtrooper captain. Yeah. In the, in the new movies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, Gwendolyn Christie and Aubrey Miller, this actress, are only about a year apart. Oh. In their age, so could be. I mean, it's it's a nice fan fan theory. There's another one that posits, or actually, I'm sorry. Not one that posits, but actually before it became non-canonical, all the Star Wars Expanded Universe uh, mm-hmm. books, there was a series called The Black Fleet Crisis um, uh, of, of novels where Sindel Tawani is a much older and she grew up to become a reporter on Coruscant because of the events she saw in the Battle of Endor. She's oh. like, oh, got to tell stories. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Sindel is sick. 
Instead and of a Pulitzer, they win a Palpatine award <laughs> or something. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I think. Uh, go for Papa Palpatine. Go for Papa Palpatine. <laughs> I like that. This shit's funny. Um, so, yeah, they take Mace and Sindel back to their right. fucking village. And I wrote down llamas and goats because they have llamas. Yeah, llama. They got llamas. Acting. Uh, when they go to the village, you know, they're like, we need food because Sindel's sick. Uh-huh. And they give her like some medicine. The medicine's all gone. Um, where they give her medicine, she wakes back up. She still feels like shit. They need more medicine, and so they go out for medicine. They're yeah. like, you they know, go out and they f- apparently Mason, there's some there's some like tree bark, legendary tree of theirs that they use for their medicine. That's it's well known and in, in like for the like hardcore fans. Yeah. So Mace goes with them, and the Ewoks are doing this, and there's uh-huh. like this little puppet creature that comes out like a hole, like yeah, a, like a <clears throat> hole in the tree, like yeah. an owl's hole. Ooh, I looked that up. That creature is known as a Temtor. Timtor. Oh, because it tempts you? Yeah. Oh, look at that. <laughs> and he, he gets his arm caught in the yeah, tree. Yeah, it's, it's like this cute little, like, me, 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 me type yeah. of thing. And he goes, he like, huh? And he reaches, huh? Reaches in and it fucking grabs him. He's like, ah! It know, gets, like, all the way up his arm, too, like yeah. a sock. It, and when it comes back out, because it's, like, the tongue, yeah. you know, that, like, kind of, like, you know, like, what are those turtles that had, like, the worm tongue? Oh, uh, An alligator turtle, maybe, or something? Brr, I don't know. I know. They have the worm tongue that, like, fish come in and they eat them. Yeah, almost like the like angler fish that have that little yeah little light thing. Yeah, so it's basically that, and it grabs his arm, and the yeah. Ewoks come, and when it pulls it out, it looks like the the asteroid worm the thing, space slug. Yeah, it kind of looks like that, but it has like googly eyes. Yeah, <laughs> like just slap something on it. I, I I didn't I couldn't confirm this, but I was reading uh, more about like like goofs and mess ups in the continuity and. Mm. His right arm is the one that gets caught, and when he put when later you see, you see him his left favoring arm. his left uh, arm, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they basically, <clears throat> they get back to, uh, they get more meds to the sister. She feels better. Yeah, she's she's fine. She's fine. Everything's she's fine. She's playing with a ferret so the now, next day. Now the movie. Uh, there was a ferret. Yeah, there was a ferret. There's all kinds of, like, earth creatures that you never see any, like, familiar earth creatures in any of the Star Wars movies. And suddenly this one's just full. It's a petting zoo. Yeah, and uh, this is where she's, like, talking to Wicked about the Star Cruiser. Star, yeah. Star Cruiser. Star Cruiser. Star Cruiser. Star Cruiser. <laughs> Oh, it's bad. That's oh, really bad. Uh, what do we get? We get to like the wolf thing. Yeah, they go. They go to that. I think it's called a wolf. A wolf boar. A wolf boar. Yeah. Okay. When I when I found out that the Temtor thing had a name, well, this is also is called like a wolf boar. I called it a rat bear because yeah, that's what I put. Weird. Down. I said rat creature. wolf man bear pig. Type yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. So it chases the kids when they they decide they decide to leave in the middle of the night because they got to go find their parents. And, and they have like a fire. <clears throat> yeah, they like stop and. Uh, have a camp, and then this fucking creature comes out of nowhere, and they hide in a tree. Oh, Jesus. Wait, all right. Well, I, I always That's forget that you? there's an alley right here. Like, Yeah. <laughs> this car just drove by this window, and it was awfully close. Like, yeah, I wasn't I, ready. I have the windows open in our rooms, so we have yeah. some. It's actually a gloomy day here. Yeah, it is. Another one. Uh, uh, yeah, so, so they in, hide in a tree, like, the next morning. It, it's like trying to eat them. They hide in, like, yeah, the base of a yeah. tree. They fall asleep. They wake up. The Ewoks are, like, or, battling this man- Rat pig, yeah. whatever, wolf <laughs> boar. And they, they, they kind of like do like one of those and, you know, hit it with a oh, lawn like a, dart. Like, a, like, like a blow gun or yeah, like a trank gun or poison dart. Yeah, it dies. They fucking kill it. Blow dart. I don't uh, know what it's called. Yeah, they kill it. 
They kill it. Uh, they, and they, they find the the, the dad's... Uh, yeah, because they have these like bracelet things on them. It's like a transponder that lets you know... It shows yeah, you... It shows it's like you. their health bar. It's like, yeah, it's like, that's it. It's like yeah. four. It's like a red, a green, a blue, <clears> and whatever. And, like, and each one of them indicates one person. That's right. And so they can look at it, and they're like, oh, he's still alive mm-hmm. type of thing. Imagine that anxiety, like glancing at that every couple of seconds, being like, oh, God, I hope it's still lit. Yeah. Um, Isn't so, that what... So it, don't those kind of like serve as a beacon to the other like do they does it lead them to I don't think it leads each it to it's like, just it, it's it's like it's signal. like a it's like a life bracelet it just That's says it? it doesn't yeah like, like if they're injured it tell blinks. You what direction they're no, oh, okay right. like that then they then they decide okay the ewoks are going to they're going to help them go find their parents so they go visit the Lo, uh, gray yeah, the, the witch doctor, the witch doctor Ewok, Ewok. Which, which you'll recognize him from yeah, he Return. Return, yeah, yeah, he's the guy that wears like kind of like the the Stuff like the headdress, the headdress thing, yeah, and because they go to like the tree village <clears throat> that yeah. you see in Return, yeah, um, and he kind of does like some magical shit. He like spins yeah. like this top, and yeah. the top spins, and you can see his dad and his mom, yeah. like the kids, kind of like parents. Bell's Bell's mirror in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, she's like, show me the beast. Yeah, like, where is he? Where is it? Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> <sighs> and they have like a weird ceremony where they're given, they're each given like some kind of object, which oh, is... and you see, you, you see the face of the monster for the first time. <clears throat> oh, what was it called? The Gorax. The Gorak. Yeah, and he looks like a man bear pig. Personally, man, you all right? You're I'm dying a little there? Yeah, I, I do this before like every episode. Like I, I smoke too much the night before. Anyway, I, yeah, I went out last night. <laughs> <laughs> Whatevs. Um, yeah, and then they start giving, <clears throat> what is it, the warrior gifts? Yeah, much. it was like a like a headdress that's supposed to in, imbue its wearer with some kind of courage. Yeah, or, so we get, like, two headdresses are given out to some Ewoks. Yeah, there's a, Mace is given some kind of rock. A rock, yeah. And then there's, like, a couple other things. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Sindel gets, like, a little candle. Yeah, a little candle to light. Wicket gets, a, like, a magical staff sticky. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's supposed to be, like, a magical stick. Ugh. And then there's, like, three, two other items that um, aren't able to claim because it's, like, you're going to meet someone on your journey and you must oh, give yeah. this to them to help you. Or... Yeah, and they randomly run into, like, a... Two people. A woodsman. Yeah, they, they, they run into the, the, what did I say, the tr- uh, the axe guy like some he's like a he's like a woodsman ewok yeah a lumberjack yeah he's like will. the huntsman and he drops something. this giant redwood redwood right right next <laughs> right to in him in front of everyone and, and he's like ha, 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 ha. mace has this like delay where he gets up he's like oh you could have killed us after like five whole seconds yeah and he like <clears throat> he... then they have an axe throwing competition yeah which is there's so much the journey the journey itself the the actual caravan uh of the titular you know the the, the movie suggests is like the bulk of the body of this movie, and it's it's kind of like Lord of the Rings in that it's just a bunch of people walking somewhere. Yeah, pretty much. And it's oh God, this movie could have been forty minutes shorter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> easily. It, they, I don't think you had to do the whole walking <clears throat> thing. No, and, uh, and through the the cor- the course of the, that journey too, they they there's all these contrived uh, events. That 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 create like peril and and obstacles for them to get to where they're going, and and it's it's a that's uh, so painful. They meet the axe guy, and then they meet uh, he. They give him one of the trinkets that fits like his whatever alligator skull that's around his neck or fucking whatever. Right. They also meet some priestess. They give a crystal to <clears throat> to her princess Nisa. I think her name is that is. was it was well because she, she's the this. same. Yeah, yeah. Tebow was a wicket wicket deej. <laughs> and uh, they 
Yeah, they meet her. Doesn't fucking matter. Okay. They move on. Uh, next, you see Mace, like, looking at a lake, and then he touches the lake. Yeah. He goes, I think he's trapped under the lake. And uh, Did you notice Did you notice in that shot where he touches the lake and he disappears beneath it, but his reflection is still on the water from where he was sitting? Oh, was it? Yeah. I didn't notice that. <laughs> it was like, they just, they just like, boom, put, like, some weird block over the film just to make it look like he was, like he was gone. And that, the, that scene took entirely too long. Yeah, <clears> and he's, like, <throat> drowning sindel's playing and they're like help help so they all start putting shit in the water it all it just disappears every yeah. time they put something in the water it goes under the water it's like a hard glass yeah and then finally like oh wicket your magic staff yeah. and then oh, they, oh, they fucking is. they fucking pull them out thank god for that plot and, and that's that's where i stopped taking uh is that where you stop taking notes well, well and then afterward <laughs> and then afterward like they get back into one of their horses and there's like a runaway horse and then yeah i kind of lost track so I'm going to let you take it from there. All right. Um, uh, we do meet uh, a couple of other creatures along the way. There's uh, there's this these little fairy, uh, like Tinkerbell things. That lasted way too long. Entirely too long. It, it makes no sense. The, uh, yeah, I don't know what they are. There's just a whole swarm of fairies. They're called Wisties. Wisties. And uh, didn't they actually have a model dancing for that? Yeah, it looked like a, I think it said, a series of like stills that they, they used. They used, but I think when I was watching the credits, it said Dancer on it. For the oh, thing, so I okay. think they actually filmed a dancer, like the oh, pictures, and just, just kind of come make together. Make them look like you know pixie-like or something. Yeah, it's well, they they're swarmed by these pixies, and Sindel has the candle, so she puts the candle down, and what the, the entire ground looks like straw, and all the pixies go into the candle, and except then one for one comes out, and that that Wistie's name is Izarina, something, <sighs> and, and you have you, it makes no sense on yeah. what the candle is supposed to be. Or how it works or anything. You're just supposed to accept this this magic. It's, yeah. the, the movie's for kids. Kids aren't going to do a great deal of thinking watching this. I don't even think modern day kids would even enjoy this. No, not at all. It, oh. I think I, I, I'm I pretty sure my sister-in-law owns it. I don't know if my niece and ne- my niece, my, my nephew loves Star Wars. I'm pretty sure if he saw this, he would probably not like it. <laughs> I think the, excuse me, the Wisties actually showed up, uh, according to this video I, I watched, the Wisties, uh, Make another appearance in uh, Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront, the video game. Uh, I never really played it because it's more of an online game. Yeah, well, the the newest ones, which are actually kind of fucking terrible. Mm. The the OG Battlefronts. Oh, from, is that uh, is that what you're talking about? No, the, no. I mean, I think this one because the newest the, one. Yeah, the newest one oh, okay. because the Gorax's lair actually shows up in one of the maps. Oh, that's cool. Which is kind of kind of cool. Um. Uh, yeah, so let's let's try to I'm gonna try yeah, to like, just blast through the blast plot. through this shit. <laughs> All right, so they they finally get to where they need to go. Um, Mace uses his his oh rock, yeah rock thingy, which breaks open on the ground, and it looks like an arrowhead that is sort of like a self guiding compass thing in the sand that leads them to an so entryway in this mountain. It's like the no, but there's a giant rock in front of it. Oh, yeah, like, big, how are we supposed to get through that? Big like, boulder. I'll use my He's blaster. Like, Let me just blast it real quick. Stupid. You know, they get inside. There's a giant spider web. They have to battle a couple of giant six-legged spiders. Yeah, which you can see the strings holding the <clears throat> You can see the, the wires, like, holding the damn thing. They have their... They find their parents. They escape. You uh, see You see the giant... Trogdor, whatever the fuck is it called? Gorax. Gorax. The, go- the Trogdor. Whatever. It's just. Trogdor! It's a man bear pig, is He's what it burning is. Burning the countryside. Yeah, they basically. You, you have like an Ewok m- compilation montage of them like distracting, <laughs> doing all this stuff. They save. Oh, the woodsman actually uh, buys the farm. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. The woodsman kind of <laughs> he, he kind of saves everybody. He like yeah. starts chopping the guys. The things chopping foot. his toe. Yeah. And the Gorax has got to be what I don't know, forty feet tall from those guys. Because I think a, a yeah, roughly a human being, like an average man or a human, would stand roughly about shin high, kneecap high. Or maybe they're right near the feet. I don't know. The damn thing's big. The, yeah. <laughs> I think like Mace is like as tall as like the ankle. So maybe the okay. dad's maybe like just a little bit higher. Um, they, they lure the monster out of his little lair thing. And there's these giant stairs that lead down to where like this crevasse is. And through some plot device, they end up dropping the damn thing in the Yeah, they, they, they do like uh, like the old, uh, like what they did in Return. Like they do like <clears> a... Uh, a clothesline. Oh type yeah, of thing, they kind of like, trip his foot. They use a like a trip wire. They, uh, yeah, like what they did to the chicken walker. Yeah, which brings me to another point. Um, if you watch Jedi, I know some some of the critiques that people had about the Ewoks is like, oh, how do they how do they topple uh, an empire or, or uh, you know maybe not entirely, but a battle, they were pretty least, effective yeah. in the battle against like these these big mechanical like bipedal walkers when they had a bunch of traps set up in the in Jedi, like the logs that crushed the, the chicken walker and then the, the logs that roll out and trip the one that falls over. Well, according to how this movie works, those traps were originally set up to, to also knock down something bigger, the Gorax. Gotcha. And so that's why they had those traps ready because they were they had to you know be ready in case he came waltzing into their village to eat some gummy bears. Yeah, Luke, as people are writing me letters, I'm going <laughs> to write a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they drop the big fucker uh, into the thing. Of course, there's a last minute like oh, he comes back up and then he tries. To, yeah, like like they're all like yay, and yeah. there's they're swinging across. Um, yeah. and Sindel Sindel and Wicket kind of stayed behind as Mason then went to go yeah. with the parents. Yeah, and then the thing and crawls the up, makes that one last minute like oh I'm back again. And tries and to grab Sindel and then Mace does the the like the hatchet that, throw. Yeah, hits him in the back of the head yeah. or whatever. And, he's like, and that, that drops him again into his in his hole. <laughs> And then they live happily ever after. Yeah, except that they don't. <clears throat> yeah. Because, well, that's the way that movie ends. Yeah. It ends. It ends. I mean, it ended well. It ended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The best part of the movie is it ended. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's more. That's the long and short of it. We like really blasted through that because honestly, this movie isn't really. Because like, we're we're gonna have to talk about another movie. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about the second one. Yeah, and and. Uh, What's I'll actually save anything I have about uh, the second one until we we do talk about it because like it starts off really bleakly. The next one does. I think the second one was better than the first one. I do too. Um, and and that's that's why I, I think we're gonna spend a little more time on that one because I think that that story is a little more fleshed out. The cast is bigger. They threw more money at it. Uh, Wilford fucking Brimley is in it. Yeah. <clears throat> and then well, what's his name? Uh, the the dad gets replaced in the second one. Uh, yeah, what's his name? He's uh, Richard something. He was the principal or, or the dean in uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah, you, you just you know the guy. Yeah, uh, he passed away unfortunately. Uh, Two thousand sixteen or something. Paul Gleason. Paul Gleason. Yeah. Paul Gleason is you, in. You got any one. trivia for this one? Yeah, man, I got a couple of things. Yeah, so, go ahead. Uh, the the movie was shot entirely in Marin County, which is also the home of the Skywalker Ranch, and I think we like were. We're, uh, we're wondering trying to about out. that while yeah. we were watching because the redwoods are up by uh, San Francisco and stuff like the redwoods national forest. That's where they did most of. Indoor. Yeah, well, they 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 um, shot it in a place the called Roy's Indoor. Roy's Redwoods, okay, which is uh, a parkland. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so yeah, it's up there somewhere. I'm guessing. I always thought for some reason I thought Skywalker Ranch was more Southern California. I don't know. It's up there somewhere. California's big. Yeah, it's very big. It's like fourth largest economy in the world or something. Something like that. I know ten, on uh, its own. Well, Alaska is the biggest 
area-wise yeah, Texas but not, than California, I think. Yeah, well, Alaska has more coastline than the entire contiguous U.S., too, mm-hmm. so that tells you anything. Anyway, uh, the Ewok language is based on Tibetan, which I think uh, is something your wife pointed out. I guess um, that kind of fits. They're kind of a uh, spiritual... I suppose. I <laughs> um, one of the... Uh, oh, oh, if you're a big fan of matte paintings, this movie is definitely for you. They have a lot of matte paintings. Like oh, yeah. That, that, well, uh, and, and another reason I laughed is that it's the forest moon of Endor. Uh-huh. And, and in this movie and the other movie... There's deserts? There's desert. Yeah. The, it's not a fucking forest moon. Yeah. Like, this is... It's got everything. Yeah, I'm, I think I think at one I think one point in the second one you see like snow capped mountains. Do you really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like yeah, I think they just were like, hey, it's uh, a big moon. When I mean, I, I guess maybe indoor because it's, it's maybe, sort of planet like because it has an atmosphere, but it's it's the moon of a gas giant, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah indoor, kinda, indoor itself is a, a gas, gas giant. giant. Yeah, because I remember seeing the thing and I was like, hey, look, it's Jupiter. So <laughs> yeah. if yeah, <laughs> if. I, I was wondering that too. So, if it's a forest moon of Endor, as as it's stated in Jedi, what, does this moon then have its own name, or just call it Moon of Endor? Because there's multiple moons apparently. Maybe, right? yeah. Maybe it's just that's the like. Because I always thought because a forest moon, so maybe there's a desert moon, maybe there's a snow moon. I don't know. Oh <laughs> uh, well, how how would it have each of these moons have different climates <laughs> if it's around the same celestial body? Maybe that I mean, thing wasn't a gas giant. I don't, I don't know. know. Well, apparently, uh, according to another little piece of like, call Star Wars trivia, yeah, <laughs> an astronomer, astronomer, <laughs> the uh, Gorax reaches the heights that he has because of the gravitational pull of the gas giant. That's why he got so big. That's I don't know, dude. This is just like this is just Star Wars speculation. Fucking natural stretch machine, <laughs> I suppose. I don't know. Um, the um, fans are are pretty split as to whether or not this was canon, and I know I, I talked about. Uh, uh, the Gorax appearing in other other pieces of, of Star Wars, um, like uh, art or art and uh, um, books and stories. shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. it is. I've just had a brain fart. You know, and, and the the one thing about this movie is because you have Burl Ives doing the narration. Uh-huh. I always thought it was like one of those. Remember those like uh, those story books that you'd push a button and it would read like oh, the yeah. story for you. I'm yeah. like, I felt like Lucas wrote one of those yeah. and then went, let's make it a movie. Let's turn the page. <laughs> turn the page. Yeah, the movie had a, a theatrical run in uh, Germany, the Netherlands, Mexico, Australia, and New Zealand. Oh, did it? I tried yeah. looking for a box office. I couldn't <clears> find anything. <throat> nah, I couldn't find anything either. Uh, Joe Johnston uh, was the chief concept designer. I think I already yeah, talked about, talked that, about that. Yeah, you already talked about that. He not only um, <clears throat> he not only helped create the look of the Ewoks entirely for like all of their um, various incarnations, but he also penned a children's book called The Adventures of Tebow. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So uh, one of the weird things about the Ewoks. He grew uh, up to be a great football player. Tebow. <laughs> I don't even watch sports. I see what you did there. Yeah. I don't watch sport ball. <laughs> the Ewoks have no eyelids, uh, which is a little unsettling. It's creepy. Their eyes don't move. Yeah, at all. I think at one point <clears throat> you see their te- like. Uh, doesn't one of them like talk and his teeth like push out like he yeah, has his dentures teeth or something move oh. the way lips are supposed to and it's that's like uh, not how teeth work. Creepy. Um, they did they did created eyelids for them. Well, like they're like static eyelids; they don't yeah. move uh, for for the scene where they're all sleeping. Uh, and if you watch any of the re-releases on Blu-ray for the other movies uh, or on Jedi, mm-hmm. they digitally 
insert uh, blinking eyelids. Yeah, yeah. Just so they don't look like uh, <laughs> so they look a little mascot. less little less lifeless. Uh, the Tawani Star yeah, Cruiser. An Ewok can stare into your soul, bro, all the way through it. The Ewok. Uh, I'm sorry. The Tawani Star Cruiser. That's the family. Is a repurposed snow speeder from the Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. It, it, when you see this thing from the outside, yeah. it looks like it's like. A, I think my <clears throat> wife made the thing. It looks. It looks like a cardboard. You know, I think you yeah. said it looked like Buzz Lightyear's. Yeah. Look, yeah. Yeah. It looks like Buzz Lightyear's package that yeah. he arrives in. Uh, excuse me. Uh, this spot. Uh, the bed here is is my spot. <laughs> Local law enforcement. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Robert England actually auditioned for the role of Jeremit. That's really? the dad, yeah. That been a weird apparently, movie. Apparently, yeah, been a real weird movie. Um, if you don't know who Robert England is, he played uh, Freddy. Yeah. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Um, ILM did the uh, effects work on this. <sighs> they fucking had the C team on they, that. They called. They phoned it in. <laughs> yeah, uh, they and did. This was uh, actually like the last time they did. Um, one of the last few times they did stop motion animation before they started moving directly into like like CGI. Oh, I just, I, sorry, I just got a bunch of pen on my hand, so I'm wiping it off. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no. Pen, they, there's pen a, five? Or wait, pen 15? Pen 15. Got any pen 15 on uh, your hand? <laughs> yeah, no, the stop motion is just, it's, it's, I feel like Sinbad and the Seven Seas has better stop motion than the fuck they did in here. Oh, oh man. Like, couldn't they get, what's, what's the famous stop motion company from back in the day that did, like, Sinbad and... Clash of the Titans and all that shit. They couldn't get well, those fucking people. That was a person. Yeah, it was Ray a, Harryhausen. Yeah, and I'm like, we couldn't fucking hire him to actually like this stop motion was not very good. Was Harryhausen dead by then? I don't think so. No, but what? I thought because oh, okay. I, th- I thought for Jurassic Park they got a couple of stop motion people for that. They did. But that's that's yeah. That was ILM that did that work because they were originally going to use stop motion uh, like newer techniques for like the T Rex when he runs, but then. They brought in this CGI guy, and and it was really between the two. No, Harry Housen died in 2013. He was still alive. Really? Yeah. Holy crow! So I don't Damn. know why they, I don't know why Lucas could, maybe because he was too expensive. I bet for a fucking TV movie. Um. So we're we're approaching like the end here for this this yeah. first half. Um. I'm giving this zero ducks for the first half <clears throat> for the this this no film. ducks given. Yeah. This uh the, the the second one I'll change my mind on on the the, <clears throat> the battle. Of for four indoor, indoor, yeah. indoor. <laughs> um, but other than that, uh, we're we're gonna leave. But pretty much, it's uh, I'm gonna play the duck anthem. Yeah, that's what I'm calling it, our duck anthem. Okay, and then uh, it's gonna jump right into the battle, and we're back. Yeah, and then we're back. <laughs> that's right? kind of how so, it's gonna um, be. Uh, before we uh, yeah. before we take off, so um, st- stick around. We're, we're, the episode is not ending. Yeah, yeah. Go go uh, have a pee break. Whatever you need to do. Um, so in addition to these two movies, before any other like Star Wars spinoffs uh, happened, these were the OG spinoffs. You had the Caravan of Courage, Battle for Endor, which we've already talked about, the 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 dumpster fire that is the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> and because of the, these two movies, there was an Ewoks animated series which ran for 26 episodes from 85 to 87, which kind of like expanded I thought you were, were going to say 26 years for some reason. I was like, oh, oh no, 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 no. Um, and then that also spawned another Ewok animated movie called The Haunted Village, which ended wasn't out until 97. And then there was one in 04 called Tales from the Endor Woods, as well as in that same year, back in 85, 86, there were uh, animated series called Droids, which had C-3PO and R2-D2, which ran for 14 episodes. 
And then they had another animated movie called The Pirates and the Prince, which came out in 97 as well. And there was um, a series called Tag and Bink, which is about these two guys who are in a Star Wars like spoof parody comic book where they are sort of like the Rosencrantz and, and Guildenstern of the Star Wars universe. And their first book was called uh, Tag and Binker Dead. That's so great. Yeah. Making fun of Tom Stopper and taking that. That's amazing. And these guys, these guys go through the Star Wars story. Uh, they're experiencing it the way the viewer would, but they're behind the scenes. And they sort of inadvertently well, that's exactly cause. What, well, that's exactly what Rosencrantz and Gildenstern are <clears throat> dead is about. Um, yeah. It's basically Rosencrantz and Gildenstern daring Hamlet. And they're just, they walk into a room and Hamlet's going on. They walk like, away. Oh, that over there? Yeah, it's shit behind the scenes. So that's, that's really, really funny that they... They, they must have taken it from him. Oh, I mean, totally. Definitely. It's 100% like, uh, inspired by that. And and Ron Howard even uh, shot a scene where Tag and Bink had a cameo in Solo. Nice. Uh, I think the scene was ultimately cut from oh, the movie. Oh, okay. Because I didn't but, see anything. But it was filmed, and it was an attempt at bringing some of these like Star Wars legends into the It'll canon. probably be like in a... In DVD, a, yeah, special DVD feature. Probably, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play the, our commercial. Right. Yep. And then after the commercial, um, we'll have the second section. Come on back. Hey everyone, this is Fish. Just popping in to let you know that you can support the show by going to duckandtheusher.com and uh, joining our Patreon, where you'll become a patron for as little as a dollar a month, where you'll get exclusive content like live streaming, which will come in the future, and other little perks. You'll also be added to our private Facebook group, and don't forget to follow us also on Instagram and Twitter at duckandtheusher. All right. Well, thanks for uh, listening to our little break there. For you guys listening, it's only been like twelve seconds. Mm-hmm. For us, it's been a full twenty-four hours. Yes, so. we we just did some time traveling. It yep. was great. Yeah, a little speed. I don't know. A little speed. Well, a little speed. A little speed. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a time lapse. I think it was that where you're. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. I think we're both. Down in coffee and trying to like trying get to our wake bearings up. here. Yeah. yeah, it's a gloomy day. It's very gloomy out. Um, also, be, I just walked here because you guys so. just. Oh, did you walk? Yeah, nice. Well, it's an okay day for <laughs> it. Let's try to get the blood moving. Um, the you guys listened to our little commercial about the Patreon account. Um, just letting you know again for a dollar a month. I mean, you literally just heard it, but yeah. um, didn't we get a new member? Like, we did, Gina Perez. Gina Perez. We want to thank Gina for joining, and uh, we did our first poll yesterday. Yeah. So for January, um, once again, for a dollar a month, you become part of our private Facebook group, and we're mm-hmm. doing polls every month now, so you can help us choose a movie. Um, kind of. Are a, we just going to pull one user-selected movie per month, or are we going to do it every time? Or is that something yet to be determined? What do you mean? Like every every week, when we are we going to pull for oh, not, every not, week? No, just every just just one movie a month. Okay. They, okay. they get to vote on one. Like So we're going to do Death to Smoochie. That'll be the first January movie. Okay, yeah, because we don't yeah. want any like Bodie McBoat faces happening to us. No, and saying. yeah, I just, again, this... <laughs> We love all of you guys, but this is our podcast, so we got to choose yeah. stuff you know, that so we think's really back good. up, but also <laughs> come closer. Yeah. All right. So uh, we're talking about the second closer. half. Yeah. <laughs> come a little bit closer. <laughs> so big and so strong. So uh, yeah, we're doing the second half of this. This is the Battle for Endor. This came out in 1985. Yep. Um, one year after um, the Caravan of Courage. This movie to me is uh, it's a little bit. I couldn't find the budget. But you could definitely tell they spent a little more money on this. I think it's a little, yeah, because the first one was three million. Yeah, three million. So I want to say they put at least double that into this. Maybe ten. Maybe ten. I don't think it's ten. No, eight. Dude, uh, stripes. When stripes came out in nineteen eighty, that was ten. That million. was ten million dollars for. Uh, well, it's still pretty effects heavy. 
even for a television film. Yeah, but it's Lucas. Yeah. I mean... I did... Did you notice that the uh, Blurgs, uh, was their first appearance of those animals? Yeah. The ones that are now also in The Mandalorian? Yeah. Kind of cool. That's why I was recognizing them. I was like... Yeah, like, why do I know that fucking yeah. crazy thing? All right, so we're just going to jump right into it. Um, yeah. Um, Sindel is a little more grown up. Her acting has gotten a lot better. Yeah, totally. Um, again, there are no clips. I'm not doing any clips for this movie. Okay. We had that one clip at the very beginning of the episode that just yeah. sets you up um, because there's really not much to really show. Um, <clears throat> you have Sindel and Wicket. They're playing. Um, they recast the dad yep. in this. And uh, I don't, Did we talk about that I earlier? think so. It's uh, it's Paul Gleason. Yeah, Paul Gleason. <clears throat> uh, he was... Everyone would notice know him as the the uh, the principal in Breakfast Club. He's like, I got you for two weeks, Bender. Uh, yeah, so uh, they're doing that. The, the oh, they're just and, about to finish uh, like repairing the Star Cruiser. Yeah, they're repairing the Star like, Cruiser, and the also the Ewoks now can talk. Yeah, fluent English. Well, at least <laughs> Wicket can. can. Yeah. yeah. It makes and again, this is before I even wrote well, down it before mm. or after Jedi because it doesn't make any sense that Wicket can talk. There's but a it's, fan I guess theory, it's before. There's a fan theory where uh, many people would suggest that okay, Caravan and Courage took place before Jedi, but this one is shortly after the Battle of Endor because now because she would have he would have met Luke and Leia and all the other characters and that would have introduced them to just doesn't make English any sense or in the Star Wars universe it's known as common. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's dumb. I don't get it. And there's a whole new slew of uh, villains. Bad guys, yeah. They're uh, like, I said, I don't remember what were they called. I just called them raider things. Uh, they're meant. They're called marauders a lot. Mar- okay, well, that's, um, but yeah. I don't know if they have a uh, like an actual a name name name. Yeah. Well, the the one witch <laughs> Cheryl, I think is her name mm-hmm. or Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl. Cheryl. <laughs> Hi, I'm a witch. Yeah. I speak uh, to a manager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she's a member of a of a like a sect of called the Night Sisters, mm-hmm. who are like dark side force sensitive, and I think they've they've dealt with like Count Dooku, and um, there was another uh, point about them I was trying to make. Yeah, so uh, they're it's it's connected to the to the greater universe. Gotcha. Um, but they're attacked. Yeah, the, they, the, the dad is like, okay, it's time to go. Yeah. And uh, they're attacked by these raider things. And uh, like the, the, basically, they just kind of they start like destroying the Ewok village. They, yeah. they ask the dad, like, you know, he's being interrogated, like, I need right. the hidden power. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He's like, you, you have a starship. Where's yeah. the hidden power? It's that, it's that energy cell that they think they can get uh, yeah. power from. Yeah, and so he, they're, like, ripping they apart him. the thing. And, yeah, then they see this energy cell. And, you know, they're just they're kind of moronic. I mean, we'll get to why they they're, think yeah, it's the power. They're, like, a sort of, like, a medieval in a way. Yeah, this this movie They're reminded primitive. me of Willow more than anything. Oh yeah, because it was like the medieval castles yeah. and all this jazz. It's like a fortress. You got witches and magic and shit like that. Do we are the Wisties in this? I don't remember seeing them at all. Uh, the the fairies, the little no, the fairies now. aren't in this one. Uh, so the the he, what's the head guy's name? His name's Tarek. Ter- yeah, Tarak. Tarak. Yeah, Tarak. Yeah, I never could understand what he was saying. He was always like speaking through the mask. Like, yeah, well, bar, 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 at bar, one bar, point, bar. like he speaks through the mask, the jaw doesn't move, and yeah. then later in the movie, the jaw starts moving a little bit. It's almost like the masks from like Planet of the Apes. Yeah, that it's exactly what that reminded me of. He yeah. kind of just looked like a kind of a methed out Planet of the Apes <laughs> costume. I I feel like I've seen these species of uh, characters before in some other form in in Star Wars. There's, there's other little connections to the greater universe, but not too many. Gotcha. It's still pretty fucking standalone. 
Um, the, the, uh, as the dad's being interrogated, you know, um, they grab the power cell, and which I thought was funny. Is Terrax like, I have the power. Did he really say that? He, yeah, I wrote it down. That's I have awesome. the power. So he totally Jeez. did like a freaking Masters of the Universe. When did Masters come out? Uh, probably around the same time. I'd say yeah. 83. Okay, 82, so all right, pretty close. Early 80s. Pretty close together. Yeah, so they did that, which I don't know if that was just like a little shout out from the writers or something. Uh, uh, so the, dad, start, like, the dad and Sindel tried to leave. Um, and the, we also meet the, the witch character. And yeah. she, she can turn herself into a fucking crow. Yeah. <laughs> she t- turns into a bird. Yeah. And uh, basically the dad kind of gets shot in the shoulder, tells Sindel to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and the dad gets shot down. Yeah, and then, and then you see sort of like off screen, there's an explosion, which hints to uh, Mace's death as well. Yeah, so the mom gets hit earlier, yeah. and uh, Mace is trying to battle them off, and like Mace pulls his mom into like a little yurt, yeah, Ewok yurt thing, and yeah, she uh, Sindel just sees a big explosion, and then she looks at her like her family bracelet, and oh, she nothing's like, lit except for her. Yeah, and she's like, ah. so she's like, yeah, everybody's fucking so in her dead. And we get book it. They a book it, but Ewoks are they get caught though. That's right. Yeah. So the the, you know the the witch catches Sindel, and then they they, because they're like, oh, you know how to use the power type of shit. Yeah. Throws them into this fucking bone cage. Yeah. yeah. Bone wagon. A bone cage. <laughs> bone wagon. Welcome to the bone wagon. <laughs> yeah. That's the name of your car. Welcome to the bone wagon. Ugh. Uh. Yeah. Take you to the bone zone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. Uh. Yeah. Oh yeah. So the the Ewoks are like pulling like a floorboard out. Uh huh. So and, they like like escape out of it. Yeah, and like the only people that can fit are like Wicket and Sindel. So they kind of get through. And then I said they're chased by dudes. They're chased by some more of those. Yeah, the Marauders. Marauders. And then they kind of like they go. They find like as they're running, there's like this mountain. Mm-hmm. They're like it's like a big map map painting. Like okay, yeah. and then boom, they're like halfway up the fucking mountain. Yeah. Um, those fucking Marauder they, guys. They're like shooting at them. Okay. And they like you know they duck into like this cave, mm. and then they sh- keep shooting, and then I guess they shot some rocks, and then the rocks fall on the marauders, and they fall off the cliff. Oh uh, yeah, they like oh that's right, they kind of like kill themselves. Yeah, they're, all they're doing is like chasing children. And they're, they, they're they not shoot they're the not too things. bright. Like Tarak right. and the witch are pretty bright, but the the, the yeah. lackeys are just kind of. Right. It's almost like this deck is new to them. Yeah, it's like they just figured out guns. <laughs> it's like they figured out life. <laughs> Uh, and then they, they they run further away and they get they, they this is where they meet Teak, a no. little fast guy, or do they like sneak into? The... No, no, no. This isn't Teak yet because they, they go into the um, they go into the the cave. Okay. And then I fucking wrote down Wicket Giver because Wicket, Wicket becomes MacGyver and starts building a fucking hang glider because they're they're <laughs> oh. like there's like because they're where they go into the cave it like collapses yeah. and they can't get out, but when they go through the cave they see like it's like this giant hole. Oh, it was like a bigger... It's like a nest, basically, okay. is what you find out. Because he's, like, picking up these bones. He doesn't really notice they're bones. You do. But he right. starts building a fucking hang glider. <laughs> fucking MacGyver. <laughs> Whatever I got available to me. Yeah. Tony they, Stark did it. They do, like, a fire. And then Wicket goes to grab a bone. And he's like, what the heck? Yeah. And then he realizes that there's, like, a fucking dragon monster that's laying on the bone. Uh-huh. Really bad. Again. Is it, like, the more stop motion? Yeah, more claymation. <laughs> and they battle that thing. It grabs Sindel and flies away. Wicket jumps to the rescue on his hang glider. Mm. And I think he like throws a rock at it. It drops. Now, here's the thing. It drops Sindel while they're flying. Yeah. Sindel is falling. And his yeah. hang glider somehow goes faster than Sindel falling. <laughs> yeah. 
and goes under that, her and yeah. catches it. And I'm like, that physics. What? Yeah. No. No. That that cannot. She would have <laughs> fell to her death. Man, I remember all of it now, but it's so funny. I just watched this the other day, and it's so forgettable. Uh, that's why it's, it's I like, took a lot of notes it's for like this you're, one. You're reinforming <laughs> me of what I just watched. Yeah, I took a lot of notes. I got to pop my ears real quick. Do it. Ooh, that felt good. Yeah. All right. Clear out. Yeah, so poo -poo. Cinder Falls, Wicked Catches Her. As I said, impossible. <laughs> just an improbable. Um, they're back in the forest, uh, and they... They basically, they fucking just crawl into a little tree and fall asleep. Oh, kind of like the first one where they go into the yeah, little nook? pretty much. They fall asleep. Uh, in the morning, uh, that's when they meet the super fast monkey creature. Named Whose hands freak me out. Yeah, they're really tiny. And because and who's the person that played? That? Could, they are human hands. That's what's weird about it. Is but they're, they're so, real tiny. Yeah, maybe it's the head is so big. They're real tiny. Yeah, small hands smelling like cabbage. They're, they're like baby hands. Oh, uh, they're weird. I, you know, if someone was, if someone had those tiny hands, uh -huh. like, because I know there are a lot of small, short people, you know, sure. in this. Uh, proportionate to their size, like the size of their hands yeah, is normal looking. I think looking, it's because his head was his long. His head is so fucking big. Yeah. And it's like an animatronic, like, puppet head, so it's being controlled, like, off screen or something. I is it? I don't or know. Or is it expressionless? Let's bump the mic. Yeah, let's knock the mic around a little bit. <laughs> we meet this T. He's said. like this fast monkey thing. He's trying to steal stuff from them, and he... He's like the fuck. He's like Quicksilver. Like he's like the Flash. Yeah. He runs really he's fast. Um, or like Berthold from uh, Munchausen. Anyway, they basically are like, "Hey, do you have food? Do you get some food?" Yeah. And they take him to this house. Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of I wrote down Snow White slash Goldilocks. Um, because right. they take him to this house. It's all dirty. And it's made out of a tree, right? It's all like gnarled branches and everything. Kind of, like, yeah. It's like someone yeah. built it. Okay. But there's just junk everywhere. And they're like, well, maybe if no one lives here. So they start cleaning it up. Maybe we can live here if yeah. they don't come back. That's why I'm like Goldilocks, you know? Like, oh, I, I see. And they start cleaning. And then guess who walks in? The one, the only. The Diab man with the pan. Yeah. The diabetes man himself, Wilford Brimley. That's right. Ma'am, I have diabetes. Yeah. This must have been pre-diabetes. He... He was this a, is the, he's the best part of the movie. His name is Noah Brickqualen. I know it's Noah, N-O-A, right? Yeah, Noah. And I'm, the last name is B-R-I-Q-U-A-L-O-N. Let me see. Brickqualen? 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 Brickqualen. Where are you seeing that? Right in the oh. middle paragraph there. Brickqualen? Brickqualen? It's weird. I don't know. Star Wars names are always They don't strange. think they ever say the last name. I don't anyway. think so either. There's so many like characters within Star Wars that have names that are never named. Oh yeah, like you never hear anyone say Bib Fortuna, but you know that's his name. Bib Fortuna. For, yeah, Dewanawanga. Dewanawanga. <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> okay. Um, so Brimley shows up and he's like, "What are you little pipsqueaks doing in my house?" Yeah, he doesn't want guests. He's he's like a fucking old man hermit yeah. type of deal. He's and it, it teak and. It's funny, he kicks the kids, he kicks out Wicket and Sindel. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, what smells so good? These biscuits, these muffins, this porridge. Yeah. Just well, eating this. the fucking food that they made. Yeah. And they, Teak, like, they bake a lot, her and Wicket. Yeah. And they make pies later. They make pie, like a floral pie, too. Yeah. A little weird. Um, <laughs> it's like, how do you make fucking... What do you... What do you... Anyway, you can kind of see that Brimley doesn't want people there, mm -hmm. uh, Noah. Mm -hmm. But he, he also tells Teak, he's like, I'm going to turn around. And I'm going to grab some more porridge. You better not be giving them food. Yeah. And then he runs away. He sees it. He's like just a nice guy at heart. And it's, yeah, he just wants to be stern. Yeah, he just doesn't want people finding him pretty much because he's like, you don't know why he's there. They, uh, they sort of mention why he's there. Like later you later find Later on, out. yeah. yeah. Uh, Noah gives, uh, lets them stay the night. Um, Sindel has like this crazy nightmare yep. that the Terak people are busting through that house to s steal yeah. them. And let's just She goes to wake up Brimley and yeah. Terak's like, ah, you know. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> Noah's like now all grandfatherly. Oh, yeah. come sleep in the bed. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, blah. go up, go over here. He's really phoning it in too. And then like, the next day, he's like, "Well, you kids got to go." Yeah, he's fucking wishy washy. All, right. all right, you can stay, but if you do stay, you got to do chores. Yeah, and then we have this thing where um, we're we're at Terex Castle, something <clears throat> like that. Yeah, it's this like a fortress, fortress of, if you will. It, it looks like a medieval castle. It's got a moat and everything. Yeah. And uh, the you see the witch. She's like trying to fucking open the power source. Yeah. Which is just a giant fucking battery. It's a big battery, yeah. And, they don't uh, know what they're dealing with. Yeah, the witch is trying. And uh, they mention this person called the Star Guide. Mm. And they're like, well, the, scar- the Star Guide told us that, that you know, the power source is here and all this <clears> stuff. <throat> this has to be it. And um, I think the Star Guide was... Brimley's dead friend. Right? Yeah, yeah, we find that out in a little bit. Oh, okay, yeah, right. um, and then you know he's like, you know what? I bet the the kid knows how to do it. Find me that child. Yeah, Find go get the go. child. Every like kids movie storybook fairy tale villain is like, get them. Yeah, Noah. Seize them. I wrote down Noah being Noah. So he comes back. The kids are gone, and he's like, well, good, good, glad they're gone. Blah blah. blah. And then they come back with flowers, and that's when they like, we're gonna yeah. make a pie. Make a pie. <laughs> what? What? Fucking wildflower pie. It's like when you're a kid and you go outside and you're playing in mud, and you're like, I made a mud pie. Oh, I was gonna get a clip of Brimley talking. I just didn't. That's do all it. right. Um, you he, know, he, he, he lets the, he, he tells the kids that they can stay. Yeah. Um, and. He kind of starts talking to them at night, yeah. being like, "He kind of like it's like a Santa Claus moment because he's got yeah, that he's big got her bushy her, beard." Yeah, and he's got her on her on her knee, and he's like, "Your parents are, are in your heart." Exactly. He's burp, like, burp, burp. "Yeah, what's the last thing your dad said?" To you? Yeah, remember that forever, and yeah. they'll always be with you. And then um, the next morning, we find out that um, that uh, they're they're gonna follow Noah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's like, "You stay here and yeah. do chores," and they're like, "Where is he going?" It's spotless. And he's like, "Where does he go yeah, to he work?" Go? He's like, "Where does he work around here?" He yeah, literally somewhere. like took five steps away from the house when she's like, "Let's follow him." Yeah, they, no, they're right behind him. <laughs> like whoever taught these people to sneak? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? And he just told Teak, he's like, "You make sure they do it," and he's just sitting in the corner going, uh, "Don't do that." Yeah, Teak's kind of just useless. Yeah, he doesn't really do. Like, I think he's, he's just there to towards like, the end. He kind of helps make out. babies laugh. We find out that Noah has a hidden ship. Um, yep. that he's been kind of working on. He just like her was on a star cruiser that star cruiser that also crash landed on Endor, and he's been there. What I'm assuming is a long, a long time. time yeah, a long he's time. He's an old man now. Um, yeah. Uh, Wicket. They they basically find the the trap. Then there's a bunch of traps around his thing. Yeah, and he's like, "Glad you only got the rope trap. I got more dangerous shit out here than yeah. anything." What was he? What was he trying to trap? Was he uh, just? I think it's just uh, intruders. Oh, okay, like okay. So he just keeps them out of a yeah. certain area. Oh, this is where it's like Noah, Sindel, Wicket, and Teak. They do like a little musical party at the house. Yeah, and then that's when he does like the place therapist to Sindel. That does, was like, the grandfather. Yeah, thing. that was a weird scene because you can hear this distinct like. All these different notes, and it's, it's fast. And he's playing like a fucking He's recorder. like moving his pinky. pinky. Diabetes, man. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got to look out for that. <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes. Well, who the hell did I hit? By the way, we are uh, not making fun of diabetes. That is a, no, yeah, it's, a bad thing. Serious autoimmune disorder. Right. Yeah, My grandmother had it. My aunt has my it. My grandmother has it. My uh, uh, Beryl's wife is diabetic, so I've learned yeah. a lot from her. Our friend Amber is diabetic. Oh, that's right, yeah. Wait, um, wait who? Amber uh, sings karaoke with us. Oh, heard. Okay. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, they, the crow, the witch, finds the house. <clears throat> and then we have this echo voice of, because uh, Sindel sings like this song that her mother yeah. taught her. And, and it's really weird, too. And it's a weird song. There's no like melody to it. Not really. <laughs> and uh, there's like this <clears throat> echoey voice calling Sindel. Sindel. Oh, Sindel. yeah. She's like, oh, this is my mom. 
Yeah, and the Something voice. Like that. <clears throat> yeah, well, she sees like this beautiful lady. She's like, yeah. "How do you know that song? Oh, do you like it? Hand me my robe." Um, Wicket wakes up Noah to find Sindel. Um, they're following the voice. The witch gets Sindel. Noah sees it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then basically, like she just steals Sindel. Yeah. And then we have like this kind of a Batman suit up. Yeah, that was like, give me my knife. And gets this grappling hook. It took forty minutes for this movie to start to, to get somewhere. Yeah, no, it's it like took- the first forty minutes of the movie is. Well, you get the, you get the, the the initial like opener with the action scene and the and the deaths of the parents that mm. whole emotional anchor they try to set you up with that and then half of it is just them and this old man trying not to annoy each other and it's, it's uh, the pacing in this movie just like the first one is off. It's yeah, can't stand it. Uh, let's see here. Where was I? Doesn't she she kidnaps the kid right? Takes it back to the Tarek's castle or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The witch brings uh, to Tarek. Tarek demands that Sindel. Use your magic. Use the power, right? Yeah, use your magic just to give me the power. <laughs> and she's like, you have one day to solve it. And she also takes the witch, the witch's ring away. Uh-huh. Oh, doesn't that, like, uh, keep her from, like... Changing or doing any kind of power or nothing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, her, witchy, <clears throat> her witchiness, I guess. And they, they throw her in lockup, both of them. Yeah. Uh, with all the other Ewoks they captured earlier. Right. Uh, and, let's see here. And this is while uh, Noah and the other Ewoks are, like... Making a trek toward the fortress to to attempt to rescue her. Yeah, yeah, they're still yeah they're they're basically like come on let's go. They're just walking. They aren't really fucking okay. doing much. I remember the scene where he there they get in the castle because he's got to go there the moat. Oh, oh, oh there excuse yet. me, I'm sorry. Sorry, it's right because uh, Sindel tells the witch about the power source just being a fucking battery for a star for a yeah. starship, and they think it's some kind and of like that, cosmic. That, that's when the witch tells about Salik. Oh, okay, Brimley's uh, buddy. Yeah, Brimley's buddy, because earlier, we didn't mention it, uh, Noah does tell them why he's there. He's like, we crashed, my buddy Salik went to go find a crystal for whatever. Power, like a power source. Power source. For the he, ne- he never came back. Right. And then we see Salik, he's been chained up, and he's just a fucking skeleton. Yeah, he's completely decomposed. <laughs> he's still hanging on the wall. Yeah, So because he probably went to Terak and was like, I'm looking for this power source, I need it, blah, blah, he's blah. He's like, well, we have one, show us how to use it, or die. Yeah, or no, just like, uh, oh, yeah, we'll help you, then kills them so they can find it themselves. Right, yeah. And why wouldn't Noah, why would he just stay in his damn tree house for 40 years or however long time? Yeah, why didn't he go out yeah, and look for it? Yeah, go find him. He's not back yet. Well, he'll be back any minute now. <laughs> wouldn't you be, like, completely despondent and, like, lose all faith? In, well, like, Salak just suicide? went out for a pack of smokes and never came back, <laughs> you know? <laughs> he went out for a pack of death sticks. <laughs> hey, Jared Kapiak just texted me. Hello, Jared. Hello, Jared. <clears throat> I hear dogs. dogs. Okay, not mine. Uh, all right. Yeah. So, so this is where we get the, the they, they scale escape. the fortress wall. Okay. And you know, kind of, what's weird is they have like the, what is the the water like the moat? Yeah, is there's like some kind of creature in it, or something. You never see a creature. It yeah, just like bubbles like up, a, like like a creature's perspective, like with the camera, like a first person or like a yeah, like a yeah, yeah perspective. That's yeah, but you, you just don't it. see. No, anything. it just bubbles. It just bubbles and people die. Yeah, <laughs> uh, they get into the. Um, it's at this point I remember thinking, "Is this a Star Wars movie? What is happening? It's a fairy tale." Yeah, it, it, it's it's just so bad. Well, no, no one gets in, and he, he's he's an unlikely kind of like action hero, like sort of thing going on when they like help Sindel get out of her her. Uh, yeah, but cell. at one point they have to like they have to cross through like the main hall where they're all drunk and eating. Oh yeah, and I wrote down instead of Muppet Man they do Ewok Man. Okay, where like Wilfred Brimley puts oh, on like top on of his shoulders, sho- he puts Wicked on top of his shoulders, and they drape a cloth, so it's like Ewok Man. That's just fucking stupid. <laughs> they walk through, um, and then they 
they see two guys playing poker. Oh yeah, these two, these two fucking. And idiots. so T has to go. They're like, go grab the keys, you yeah, because the keys are on like his thing. Uh, Teak tries to grab him. The guy sits on Teak's hand, and he's like, uh, uh, uh. "Yeah, yeah." And then he grabs one of the cards and like sticks it in the guy's sleeve. Uh-huh. So oh, that, this makes so him like it ma- so it looks like he's cheating, and yeah. then they end up like killing each other. But yeah, they both shoot each other, and they Ba-choo-choo. take themselves out. Yeah, just like the these guys kill themselves a lot. They did it in the beginning too. Yeah, no, they're just they're, just bad. They're, they're like idiots. So yeah, they're like I'm trying, I'm trying to think what's troopers. I'm trying to think what I could compare them to, but yeah, they're just lemmings. <laughs> this is bad. I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they basically, they get, uh, let's see here, so they kill themselves, uh, they unlock the cells, uh, they leave the witch locked up, cause, like, w- Wicket was gonna unlock it, and then Sendel's like, no, she's an evil woman! Yeah, you know. she throws the keys into, like, a, a drain. drain, yeah, and she's like, fuck this bitch. And they, the, they try to escape, the alarm gets sounded, um, Noah blasts a hole in the wall yeah. with, like, a fucking C, he's just carrying around some C4. I guess so. Um, <laughs> he yeah. needed Bucephalus to get through, break through, through the wall. <laughs> Elbowing the... Uh, they <clears throat> zip line out. Yep. Pretty much. They he's like, nailed it on the first try. Can you yeah. believe it? A bunch of guys fall into the water, <clears throat> like the bad guys. And kill themselves. Excellent. And they get, the, they get uh, chased he, back. He, he grabs the power source, by the way. Okay, no, yeah, uh, that's right. Because he's going to use it in his Star Cruiser now. Yeah. Um... The witch tells Tarak that she can find the ship. Mm. He puts her the ring on her, mm-hmm. and then when she transforms into the bird, he slips it off. Takes it back. So that she can't... She stays in bird form. She stays in bird form. Yeah. Um, Tarak gears up for war, basically. Yeah. It's not like there's... A, you don't really see a lot of them. It's no. Just like, it's just a just, handful of them. It's an awfully big castle, too. You can see, like, you know, the, the, the spears kind of wobbling. It's just, yeah. So bad. <laughs> um, God, this Everyone sucks. gets to know a ship. Noah's... Uh, Noah tries to start the ship up. Um, Teak and the Ewoks, basically, they fight back. We right. basically have, a, again, a small little battle yep. indoor type of thing. Um, Terak starts shooting the ship. The ship turns on, and they have, like, turrets in this. Yeah. Well, did, he, you, did you notice that, like, the, the turrets that are shooting, some of them didn't have windows? No, I didn't. No, there's, like, there's no window in front of them. So I'm like, what happens when they fly into space? So they just go Oh, like, do they just, like, stand in front of them? Like No, uh, like, like, well, they're it's kind of like the Millennium Falcon. Like, yeah. they're there. But there's but, nothing keeping them there's contained? Like, yeah, no, nothing. Oh, there's wow. There's, like, a window missing. And I'm like, how's this thing going to fly through space? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, just uh, thing as I was thinking about. I, I always wonder why you see explosions in space anyway. Yeah. The, there, there's no atmosphere out there. So no, there exactly. would be a fireball. I know. It's Science. Science. <laughs> uh, the Ewoks throw bombs. Uh, Wicket gets caught in a trap again. Sindel comes to Wicket uh, yep. to try to save her. Tarek grabs Sindel as hostage. Tarek's like, you know, and the Noah, and, <clears throat> you know, he's like, give me the power source. I'll give you the child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Noah's like, how about this? I'll set the uh, power source down. You let the kid go and we'll yeah. duke it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brimley's like rolling up his sleeves. Yeah, you <laughs> know, lumberjack with style. that old man strength. And he's got, yeah, he's got, you know, Terra's got like the super sar- sharp fucking saber sword thing. Yeah. And he's got a wooden stick. And right. A staff. I don't know. Maybe it's made of something special. But Well, he, he bests him. Yeah, well, Terex like chopping down trees with this thing, and he can't break the staff that he has. <laughs> right, um, right. What's that about? Teak. Uh, yeah, they're they're fighting. Um, Teak bites Terex at one point, um, and then Terex about to kill Noah, mm-hmm. and then Wicket kind of does his little slingshotty thing. Yeah, and hits like the ring that's around Terex's mm-hmm. neck, and it starts like glowing. The one that was on the bird. right? Yeah, the one that was on the wit, the witch's ring. Yeah, yeah. And he, is that also the source of his power too? I don't fucking know. Okay. 
They don't get into it. Yeah, there's, there's very unclear. There's no backstory. There's no, no anything. No. Uh, he grabs the ring, and then somehow the ring explodes and turns him into like a <clears> petrified... Yeah, and know, thus dude. also trapping Cheryl in her bird form. Yes. And I was like, <laughs> he magically gets petrified. Yeah. Bye-bye. <clears throat> no one send will fly away. The yeah, end. so they get, yeah, they get off planet, and uh, that's the end of the... That is the end of the movie. And we we did discuss last time the only other like backstory we get for what happened to Sindel later is that she became a reporter on Coruscant. Yeah, on the, the Capital Planet. That's the but was I like, that in the that was in one of the books or yeah, no? it's in the Black Fleet trilogy. Okay, or something, just a series of expanded universe books that used to be canonical, but since Disney purchased uh, Star Wars, everything that isn't related to the nine movies and any. Uh, subsequent stuff that was produced by Disney is no longer considered canon. It's what they, what they call Star Wars Legends. All right. And uh, so principal cast in this is what we are, we've obviously talked about. Wolford Brimley a lot. And he's in it the most. Uh, Aubrey Miller. This is actually a Sindel Tawani. This is her uh, final. Final movie. Starring role. She only did two. Um, Warwick Davis is back again as as Wicket. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know that he did the voice at all. I think that was something else. Someone else maybe. I, I, Maybe I don't think they can talk in those Ewok things. At least get a good sound. No. It's got to yeah, be. Yeah, it was definitely overdubbed. It's got to be yeah, overdubbed. Uh, and Sean Phillips plays the part of uh, Sheral. I hope I'm saying that right. It's, I think it's, it's like an Irish or a Welsh spelling. Uh, she is a, a a lovely lady who also appeared in 1984's Dune. As, oh, damn it. As the Reverend Mother Gaius Helen Moeum. God damn it. Him his dude references. He got one. He snuck one I in didn't, on I, You know, I had seen this movie years ago, and I, I didn't even realize it, it was didn't her. make the connections. No. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, yeah, that's fucking, that's the Reverend Mother. And she was also, she was married at one point to Peter O'Toole. Really? Yeah, from uh, 1959 until 79. Peter O'Toole, what a good actor. Yeah. Lawrence of Arabia. Well, I grabbed a little clip um, okay. of Brimley, just because I don't it's fucking Brimley. We yeah. gotta do it. So here we go. How'd you get here? A long time ago. My friend Salak and I threw a couple of young fellows out to tear up the galaxy. Ah, on our first mission, we crashed. Here. I've been here ever since. I don't even know how long I've been here. Where's your friend? I don't know. See, when we crashed, a crystal in our power drive shattered, and he went off in search of another one. I stayed here. And I've been here ever since. My friend Sal, he's not coming back. I know that now. I guess I've known it a long, long time. So we'll stay here. I thought I thought that might have been a clip where he said fuck. When he <laughs> says, the part where he says, or it sounds like he says fuck, he's like a... He's like working on something. He's trying to fix something. Oh, it might be when he's trying to get the ship started. Yeah, he's like yeah. fuck, <laughs> real quick. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's it just it says a like some kind of old man grunt. But yeah, it but it sounds, sounds like fuck. fuck. Yeah, just doing his, like an old man mumble. Yeah, um, that's pretty much it for anyone like of of any noteworthy, uh, you know, cast members. You got a lot of uh, you know. Ewok actors, but they're all in suits. Yeah, I, this <clears throat> this one I'll give I'll give one duck to this to to the battle for of Endor for Endor. For <laughs> <laughs> I have it written down, but I threw my. Uh, the, the, the distinction is, if anyone's confused by the why I keep saying for Endor, not of Endor, is because the battle of Endor was that decisive battle at the end of Return of the Jedi, yeah. the space battle, and all that. 
whatever the Ewok Adventures, the second part. Yeah, there. yeah. Um, I'll give it one star just because Wilford Brimley's in it. Yeah, I'm gonna one duck it too. One duck, sir. I don't know why I said star. It, it's uh, it's better than the uh, the first one, and it's the production design is awesome. Yeah, you know, there's it's got a lot going for it, but they just don't they do know a little what to more claymation. Some of its parts, you know, it it has a little more of a plot, I yeah. guess, than the first one, but it's still got. I mean, it's still fucking Swiss cheese. There's holes all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> Swiss cheese. Yeah, dude, it's nice a Swiss one. cheese of a film. It was um, what did uh, what, what's it rated as on IMDb? I got it. Hang. I think it's five point five. Also, really? I think so. Okay, so IMDb gives it. Yeah, it's five point five out yeah, of ten. Yeah, the same same as Caravan. <clears throat> they, they may have lumped them together and just called it the Ewok Adventures or something. Yeah, it's definitely a two feature. Whenever you see it like um, marketed or packaged, it's uh, it's usually like put together as a as a combo deal because I mean I don't think one is as good. Or is good without the other. Uh, yeah, I think you have to see. I mean, yeah, you have to see both. Yeah. So it's it's basically it's it's just like a three hour long movie. The director like on this both. one was uh, they had a different people on this one. The story was still done by George Lucas, but instead of that corral guy, he got a couple a bro- pair of brothers, uh, Jim and Ken Wheat. Mm-hmm. Um, and Maybe that's why it was a little better. I think so because uh, the Jim Wheat went on to write quite a bit. He did a, a lot of the writing for David Twohey's Riddick series. Okay. Uh, all those movies. Um, <clears throat> let's see. He did. Uh, he wrote uh, the screenplay for The Fly Two. I don't think I've seen the second one. I, I have either. One. The the, the, the Goldblum remake, the, right? The gold, yeah, yeah Goldblum. That, that movie's awesome. I really like that movie. And uh, Ken, I think Ken, yeah, Ken worked on the same shit with him. They're like a like a combo dealio. Uh, Wilford Brimley did not get along with the directors at all. So all the scenes that he's in. Are directed by Joe Johnston. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and according to an interview with Warwick Davis, there was a, uh, a second sequel known only by the working title Ewoks Three that was in the planning stages, uh, but that film never got made. Just to do there. Yeah. Just a, we need a trilogy too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if the film is considered canon, it's possible and most likely that it took place after Return of the Jedi. Because Skywalker, Leia, and, and the Rebel Alliance encounter the Ewoks, they don't speak in English in this one. They do speak English, so that's how people want to explain that away. Um, so Sheral is a Night Sister. The Night Sisters are a sect of Sith witches from the mysterious planet of Dathomir that were uh, sensitive to the dark side of the Force, which uh, they had dealings with uh, Count Dooku. The Night Sisters actually appeared again later in the third season of Star Wars: The Clone Wars. So that's a connection to the greater okay canonical. Just, okay, stuff. so now we understand. But yeah. it's weird that like they're powered by a ring, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's all like retroactive continuity at this point. They just find a way to make them connect, even yeah. though, even if it's flimsy. I, I highly doubt like they had that storyline when they made this. <clears throat> oh movie. yeah, definitely no, not. They built no, off totally of not. I think uh, this, whatever the the uh, original pieces of this story were, probably wasn't intended to be a Star Wars movie. They just shoehorned in this story and gave it all the. Star Wars trappings to, to make it fit into this little little two part series. Could you imagine the web <clears throat> of Lucas, like, like him trying to create all this shit? You imagine like that story web? Well, you know, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I know that other people pretty yeah, much chimed in, contributed to the writing their own world. books and stuff like that, and yeah. just kind of creating their own shit. But he so. always had to like read off and or sign off and yeah. like. Give it its approval. If I wonder it if he actually read them or if he was just like, yeah, I'm like, sure he, like, I'm, that's a whole lot to read. I'm sure he just yeah. saw like a s- synopsis. Uh, the uh, the Marauders pack animals, I didn't mention this before, they're called Blurgs. Blurg. They were based on unused concept art by Phil Tippett. 
that was originally uh, developed for the Tauntauns in Empire Strikes Back. Ooh, thank God they didn't use those. Yeah. The Blurgs are seen again on the planet Ryloth in uh, Liberty on Ryloth 2009 and Hera's Heroes, as well as being featured in Chapter 1. And I'm wondering if those are uh, episodes. Maybe. From a different... Uh, well, they're in Mandalorian in the yeah, you second see episode, again. right? Yeah, the one he's trying to wrangle. Out and yeah. And that little he's short like, dude. Yeah, that, that Nick Nolte does. Yeah, yeah. The voice I have spoken. I have spoken. Yeah. Uh, the 2001 book, The Wildlife of Star Wars, a field guide, uh, reveals that the winged creature that attacks Wicket in the cave is called a condor dragon. Yeah, because it's kind of dragon. It's kind of bird-like. It's pretty cheesy. The film's tagline was the mightiest combat of the galaxies. I don't think that fits at all. <laughs> what does that even mean? The mightiest combat of, of the, the galaxies. galaxies. Okay. I don't know what those people are smoking. I don't I don't know either. Uh let's see. Da, 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 da. Is anything else interesting about this? Oh yeah, it's just stuff I already Oh, Logray's not in this. I thought he'd be back, but who? Low Gray, the witch doctor. Uh, oh yeah, you don't see him. No, no, they, they don't. They don't really go back to the village because their village gets destroyed. And Low Gray, oh, Low right. Gray's in the 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 treetop village. Hmm. He's in a different village. Let's see. What else is interesting about this movie? I think that's all I have. <clears throat> uh, there were uh, like alternate versions of it too. I guess in a home video release, the following two. Scenes were deleted. There was one when they're being chased by Tarek's men. Wicket races for Noah's house, but Noah tells them the only chance they have is in the Star Cruiser. And then a scene happens shortly after where the men went inside and burned down Noah's house. I don't know. Just yeah, deleted that scenes. Seems like they could delete those. It's yeah, actually good deleted scenes. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Uh, so I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that's all I have. There was there was other. Oh, okay. Uh, so there is. There is another like connection to this, like Geonosis and the Outer Rim Worlds was a source book for a Star Wars role playing game, and in it, Tarek's son Zakul takes over rule of his Marauders after he dies. What Tarek's son of Cool? Tarek's son Zakul. Oh, I thought you said the son of Cool. I was no. like, Yo, my name's Tarek. I'm the son of Cool. No, uh, it gives uh, Tarek's uh, bio and stats. It explains his death and then the rise of his son after he's gone. <laughs> Uh, canon appearances also have elements, um, I'm sorry, are, are also in, uh, the Blurgs are also seen in, uh, the Clone Wars, so they've been, they've been in and around a couple different times. So yeah, this was a, a painful movie to get through. I don't recommend anyone watch this. No, not at all. Like uh, I said, I, a, I give this one one duck, the second part, just because of Wilford Brimley. Yeah. And that's about it, because he's the only good actor that was in that film. Yeah, our, if you, uh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say our next movie is going to be our Christmas movie. Yes. And uh, it's kind of a Christmassy film, but I wanted to do this because it's the 35th anniversary. The 35th anniversary? 35th anniversary, so I can't talk today. 35th anniversary of The Gremlins. Okay. It came out in the 84. Um, Excellent. And it's kind of holiday-esque. Yeah, there's a it's Christmas time, right? Yeah, we're we're gonna be doing a weird Christmas movie after Christmas. Oh yeah, I'm um, real pumped about that one. I, think I mean, <clears> we could <throat> we could flip them, but I, I, for Christmas, I want to I want to give you guys yeah. like a happy kind of fun movie. Sure. And Gremlins, I mean, yeah, it's it's creepy. I'm I about it. it. It's been a long time since I've seen it, so it'll be nice to yeah, revisit I, it. I've got it. Fantastic. I don't think I've watched it since I bought it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so if you need to go watch these piles of dog shit, if you have, <laughs> if you have even the slightest like. 
morbid inkling. curiosity about anything uh, uh, that derives from the Star Wars universe. Well, my name is Josh. I have been Fish. And uh, you quacks out there, we thank you for listening. Yeah. Peace out. Yep, yep. <laughs>